Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. What do outdoor classrooms, live animals, project-based learning, agriculture, and experiential education all have in common? They are all a part of the Kashkanan Trails Charter School in Cambridge. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Laura Emmerich, lead teacher at Kashkanan Trails, shares more about what the school and education looks like and the type of agriculture-based learning that they provide. Kashkanan Trails is a public charter school that's in Cambridge, Wisconsin. We are an instrumentality of the Cambridge School District, and we are a project-based, place-based school for 7th through 12th grade. We're located on an 80-acre farm. It was uh, land, an original farm donated by Oscar Severson to the school district of Cambridge. How does this school differ from your typical in-class setting? Kashkanan Trails differs from other schools in that our curriculum is project-based and it's really student-driven. We allow for a lot of student voice and choice in their learning. We have personalized pathways and our students, by the time they're juniors and seniors in high school, are really planning almost all of their projects independently. They're still meeting all the state standards. They have the same graduation requirements as Cambridge High School. In fact, we have an additional credit that they have to earn in its a kind of service learning and environmental sustainability with a focus on agriculture as well. So they have more service learning projects that they complete. We practice place-based education, meaning that our education isn't contained in the classroom walls. Our education extends onto the 80-acre property, out into the community of Cambridge, the village of Cambridge, and really as far and wide as the students' projects take them. And they practice their projects through kind of a local to global scale. So they may really dig deep into a concept, but then try to also find more information on how that impacts other communities, our state, our country, and then worldwide. Our school also allows students to have more of an opportunity for hands-on projects and following their own passions. We have a lot of design thinking where students will go into the community and kind of seek a problem that they think they might be able to solve. This helps our students really grow comfortable in our community, make strong community connections and partnerships with mentors in our community. Instead of having instructors that are guiding all of the learning. We also rely on mentors that are professionals from the community that can share and provide learning opportunities for our students in different areas. An example of that would be we have only three teachers here for 7th through 12th grade, so we're not all experts in all areas. So we'll have, you know, an artist come in and and, um, help our students with art lessons. We have FFA alumni farming the property. Our students can learn more from local farmers rather than from agricultural teachers alone. And it's sort of a community based way of learning. Do you mind talking about the 80 acres that you guys have? As you mentioned, it was a farm originally. So Mm -hmm. can you talk about how those acres are used and what type of agriculture education you guys provide? It has our school building now, but it also has the Severson Learning Center, which it contains farmland, forest, wood plot, and ponds. We have trail systems throughout. Our students have worked along with the SLC director, Adam Gould, and a volunteer from our community to plant native prairies. And we also have animals on site that are a part of the Cambridge School District. So we have 
chickens and guinea and llamas, goats that our students learn from when they're here, but they also at times develop their own projects. Because there are still farm fields that are farmed, there's also the original barn here where we have space for animals. So a few years we had students that were really interested in learning and raising pigs and also learning about the farrowing process. So we have had piglets born on site as a part of student projects. We definitely have a strong farm to school connection here. We have a plot where our Cambridge Farm to School is working and they have everything from raspberries to an orchard and potato boxes and a tomato project going on right now that our students also learn from when they're just thinking about where their food is coming from and how they can get involved with some of the gardening for some of them the first time growing plants themselves and then providing produce to the local food pantry. We also do a lot of soil quality testing and kind of evaluation of local ecosystems. Our students have had the opportunity to learn alongside vet visits. When a vet is visiting our site, working and checking on the goats, our students will learn right from the vet in the field and have some vet science, animal science exposure through those real-world experiences as well. We have the opportunity to travel. Uh, Wednesdays, we have field days, which means we're either learning in the field, could be on site, could be in the community, or it might be a day where we're visiting and touring a farm that has, you know, maybe a dairy focus where we can learn from other experts in the agricultural area or traveling to the World Dairy Expo and allowing our students to explore new technologies while there. Through all of that, we have a large focus on sustainable agriculture and trying to help our students understand ways that farming can provide for the local communities too. They host a farm day here where K-5 through students are visiting and learning about agriculture that's led by our local agriculture teacher, Emily Klingbeil, and her FFA students, and then Kashkanan Trail students collaborate along with Cambridge High School students in teaching younger students about that. And that is really everything from crop identification to pollinators, like the importance of pollinators and how we can help create the best habitat for the pollinators in our area. How is enrollment? And I know you mentioned the age range, but does that enrollment change depending on the ages as well? Or is it just a strict number? How does that work? So currently we are 7th through 12th grade. In year one, we were 7th through 10th, and then we grew by a grade each year. Um, And right now our enrollment is set at six students per grade level. And we do have a wait list. We have a wait list um, in that it goes to a lottery because we just don't have enough space in our school right now based on our building and staffing. So next year, I believe our seat limits might increase to seven per grade level. Our enrollment this year is at 33 students and we break our advisories down by grade level. So our seventh and eighth graders work together, our ninth and 10th graders work together, and our 11th and 12th graders work together. We do a lot of full school activities and our students really build a strong community here and they're responsible for this school as well. They play as much of a role here as teachers do. Everything from custodial support, our students are doing chores every day, helping out with animal care and trail maintenance and just all the things that need to get accomplished for a school to be able to function properly. It's collaboration between students and staff. How do students get into 
the Kashkanan schools or what is that process like? Anyone can apply. It's open to any student. There's no specific requirement to attend. So students from Cambridge apply. A lot of students that are choosing to open enroll to attend Cambridge schools will apply. And each year our application is available on our website. There's a link for the application. And our enrollment window when we're accepting applications is from the end of January through the end of April. And then if we have more applicants apply, then we have seats available. We hold a lottery on May 1st. And the lottery is entirely random. Our governance board is in charge of administering the lottery process and then notifying families if their student is being offered a seat or if they may be on the wait list. So there's no priority unless a student is a sibling of a student that already attends. And the requirements really are just that the student wants to attend a school that's project-based. So usually in that process, they'll come and visit, tour the property, meet staff, learn about how our school differs in some ways. And it's a lot of work for students to plan projects to earn all the credits they need in high school. So they want to have a full understanding of that prior to signing up for something and making sure that they understand how their learning will change when they do attend a school like this. The enrollment is tuition-free. It's a public school and anyone can apply and students that possibly are waitlisted as seventh graders, they can reapply as eighth graders if they're still interested in attending. Is there anything else that you would like to add about the Kashkanan Trail School? We do have personalized pathways in that we really get to know our students very well um, as staff members. So we are certain to ensure that we understand the direction the student is hoping to go after high school. We explore all post-secondary opportunities for our students. And then we help identify their passions and let that drive their projects throughout high school. We find a way to make sure that their projects are interdisciplinary, but they can still focus on their major passions and figure out how to get involved in their community right away. So we just strive to provide that high quality, very authentic learning experience so that our students don't feel as if they have to be at school. They feel like they want to be at school because they're making a difference in something in their community or something in their own school classroom right away and getting excited about learning and re-engaging in the process and being able to have that time outdoors. Some students do talk to me about the things that they really appreciate that have helped them grow from a social and emotional standpoint. And some things that stand out to students would be our FIED curriculum is focused on lifetime fitness and definitely time outdoors. So we do canoeing and kayaking, mountain biking, snowshoeing, and hiking in making observations out in nature. We really help students reconnect with the land and appreciate public spaces and care for those. That was lead teacher at Kashanan Trails, Laura Emrick. Through individual student projects, seminars, and collaborative study, students are able to accomplish the same learning targets as their peers in a traditional school setting. Kashkanan Trails is free to attend and is diverse in supplying needs and desires of students. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.